You are listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. James Marshall is a registered investment advisor and president of Marshall Wealth Management. His registered investment advisory firm is registered in Texas and Kentucky. For 30 years, he has been educating, advising, and managing wealth for diverse families all over the country. This podcast is about different concepts of wealth building, some financial, some emotional, physical, and yes, some spiritual. The bottom line is you will leave with some knowledge and knowledge is wealth. So whether you're walking, running, exercising, or having your choice of beverages, no judgments here, clear, then open your mind and get ready for some life-changing financial lessons. It's your time. Here's your host, James Marshall. Welcome wealth builders to podcast number 17. When you find out where you're wasting money, stop, just stop. Now, listen, I'm a realist. I know that it's not easy to always do the right thing when it comes to your man, money. I gotta go. I'm working. I'm, I'm working. Doctor, I'm working. Doctor, this is the mayor talking. All right. All right. Doctor. Come on. What? What? Always do the right thing. So today, I'm just asking you to stop doing the stupid stuff. You know what you're doing to waste money, especially if you took my advice in podcast number 16. You know, the advice is said write down all your expenses over 30 days and determine where you waste the money. That advice. You know, there are many things that people do to waste money. Things like bank overdraft fees. That's not a smart move. Buying furniture and appliances at a rent to own place where you're basically paying for the furniture or the appliance like three or four or five times over. Or overpaying for depreciating assets. Things like cars. They depreciate as soon as you drive them off the lot. So overpaying for them is not a good move. There's a lot of ways to make mistakes with your money and I'm just listing a few of them. So how do you stop doing money wasting stuff? We're going to talk about that after our financial definition of the week. This week's letter of the week is the letter P. P is for P-E ratio. P-E ratio, what is it? The P-E ratio is the price to earnings ratio. And it is a way of gauging whether a company's share price is cheap or expensive compared to similar companies in the same sector. Now, you get the P.E. ratio by dividing the share price by the earnings per share. For example, company X with a earnings per share of $5 per share and a share price of $250 per share would have a P.E. ratio of 50. Now, investors are prepared to pay more for shares whose earnings they think are going to rise strongly. So demand pushes the share price up. But, but if the earnings per share doesn't rise proportionately, the company's P.E. ratio will rise. So if company X, if their share price rose to $400 per share, but its earnings per share remained at $5 per share, then the P.E. ratio will rocket to 80. And a high P.E. ratio can indicate a high growth company, but it can also indicate a company that's earnings have taken a sudden, maybe temporary hit. 
So generally, the P.E. ratio is seen as a kind of barometer to determine the confidence in a company's prospectus. Well, are they going to go up? Are they going to grow? So it's one way to gauge whether or not you're overpaying or underpaying for a company. Fair enough? Now that you are properly motivated to stop wasting money, you can now take that money and invest it in low P.E. ratio stocks. Let's carry on. All right. Pull out those 30-day diary of expenses that we talked about in podcast number 16. You know, what I want you to do with this list is you want to first highlight all the unnecessary spending. Then underline the wasteful spending. Uh, This would be the things that you spent money on that did not add value to your life in some real way. Now, ask yourself, why do you have these expenses and what else could you have done with this money? So you've highlighted the spending, underlined the things that were wasteful spending. Then you've asked yourself, why did you participate in this spending? Now do the math. Multiply this amount by 12 to determine how much money you could have saved in your debt reduction or your cash reserves or your investment account. If you would have put that money into these accounts instead of the wasteful spending that you had been doing, the unnecessary expenses. So if you do that exercise, you're going to be on your way towards controlling your spending, which puts you on your way towards building wealth. You know, it's not rocket science. Like I say on page 56 of my book, A Fool and His Money, ignorance is bliss and costly. Sooner or later, people got to want to stop paying $5 for a dollar's worth of stuff. So end of the sermon. So listen, like we always do, I don't want you to just take my word for it. We're going to take this thing to the street and see what the people are saying in regards to how this philosophy can lead you to wealth building strategies. So let's take a listen. Let's see. All right, sitting here at the Buffalo Soldier Museum. That's correct. Journey of Produced Milk. Yes. Which is an almond milk company, right? Uh huh. Well, so it's a plant-based milk. I don't want to limit myself to almond milk because eventually I will go into doing like cashew milk, mm-hmm. hemp milk, giving the people what they want. This is what they're telling me they want. Well, I tell you what, this girl is going to be huge. I can just tell. <laughs> but I've invited her to my podcast because I want to talk to her about. This concept of when you find something that you're doing that's causing you to lose money, to mm-hmm. stop doing it. Mm-hmm. What have you stopped doing in the last few months to help you build wealth? Oh, let's see. So what I've been doing is I track my spending on a spreadsheet. So after every month, I go back and see what it is I'm spending my money on. And so definitely cut back on, you know, eating out and trying to be more diligent about making planning to go to the grocery store and having a plan for what I'm going to eat during that week. So definitely cut back on that. Just knowing little stuff that I tend to splurge on. So like I splurge on tea. So cutting back on doing stuff like that. Um, Certain grooming things that I do uh, for hair upkeep or just maintenance type of stuff. I've cut back on those type of things. So just understanding what is necessary and what's not necessary. Uh, one thing that I'm doing before the end of the year is I have a storage um, that's about $100 a month right now. So by the end of the year, I will consolidate, get rid of certain stuff so I can close my storage. So that'll save me a lot of money. Well, that kind of speaks to one of the other podcasts, which is get rid of the clutter. When yes. you get rid of that clutter, you might save some and money. But I noticed and I got more money in the bank. So. No, so, and that's a good feeling, I'm sure. Yes, it is, because I'm able to put away more money. Well, as a business owner, I noticed you're, you're here selling your milk. Have you found that being more streamlined on your spending has made you a better business person? Yes, sir. It definitely has. I mean, I have to be on point when it comes to business 
because when you're going after loans and things like that, they're looking at your personal accounts and how you manage, so it does make me a lot good. Well, tell me a little bit about the uh, business. What is Produce Milk? I had been praying about, uh, maybe two and a, over two years ago, about how I can make money with my hands, and so I was making smoothies, and God was just like, hey, you can make your own almond milk. So I was like, okay, so I did that and made a, a recipe, and it kind of expanded from vanilla to strawberry to chocolate, and my friends were encouraging me to sell it, and I was like, I'll take the leap, and it's, it's been great ever since, but my customers really motivate me even when I feel like giving up they're like hey where are you going you got milk in your truck what are you doing so it's encouraging and just being out around and you know running errands and people just like hey aren't you the milk lady like that's really encouraging well what what are some of the reasons why you thought about giving up um of course it's financial you know desire to move forward and want to do really great things and have great ideas but what limits you is not having access to the funds. Or days like today where it's kind of slow, we're experimenting with a new event so we really don't know what we're getting into and nobody, they may not know of us. So, you know, sometimes that's discouraging because right. we're used to being places where everybody's like, hey, hey, hey. So, right, right. You know, so. so it really boils down to the time, having the time to wait it out for yeah. things to kick yeah. in. You have to be your biggest advocate. Fresh air, right? All right. Okay, here with Rom, and here's a company called CareCompany.com. And what do you do? I make organic candles, body wash, and soap. And and this is your second. This job. is my second job. What, what do you I do? I full time. I'm a senior accounts receivable specialist. Oh, so you are dealing with money all the time. Absolutely. And in, in a very interesting way because. You're bringing the money in that's needed to keep the business going, and sometimes people don't want to pay those receivables, right? Correct. So you might have a really interesting comment on the question of if there's something that you're doing that's keeping you from building wealth, you should stop. So what is it you stopped doing over the last two or three years that has helped you to build wealth? What I stopped doing was having a car note, so I paid off the car in full. I, I, I made sure that I would have some expendable income somewhere to invest somewhere else. Also, just investing in myself, you know, so when, if you don't take the time to say, I need to take X amount of dollars and stop buying X, Y, and Z, that could be anything. So, no more Starbucks, or, you know, make your own coffee, uh, buy your own machine, if you, you know, if you can, or just whatever it is that you're trying to do, stop eating out. You know, you're spending more money when you get out versus cooking at home. You can make you a big dinner and eat on that throughout the week. So you're going to save X amount of dollars eating out. Typically, you know, you can spend 50 to $100 eating out lunch and dinner if, you do, if you're that type of person, or even on breakfast. And you take that money, and then you can start your own business. And that's what I kind of done with a lot of this is my second business. I actually have a, a first business as well outside. You know, and I'm pretty you're good a serial business starter, huh? <laughs> so it sounds like what you're saying to me, not only have you... Stop spending in areas that you didn't need to repurpose that money towards something that's going to build wealth, but you also stop finding excuses for not building wealth, but sort of finding solutions. Absolutely. Because if you don't, well, it's more about belief and faith. If you don't have that in yourself, then no one else will. You know, I always budget everything. Every time I move, every time I'm thinking about buying something, I just okay, here's what I'm doing on a monthly scale. Down to the last thing. Here's what I'm paying out for water, for gas, for rent, for whatever it may be. I say, well, how can I decrease this? You know, credit cards are our worst enemy. Yes. But they're also 
we live in a capitalist society. Right. So, you know, the necessity. We need right. And you know, and it helps you build your credit, even if you don't use them. If you use them one time, pay it off, you might see um, two, three years later, like, oh, they increased my limit. Great. You know, you can start doing some things. You know, you might be one of those people. I was like that as well. I had one credit card I never ever used. And over time, that card went from $500 to $20,000. Wow. And that's how I was able to do some things. I was like, I have to play a long game. Sometimes there are short games, mm -hmm. but it may not be that successful. So if you play the long game and say, if I do this, I do that, I'm going to do something else on the side while that's working for me. Okay. Then boom. Well, Rom, I tell you, you are a very good guest today. Thank you so much. And I wish you Thank much you. success on your sales today. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank All you for right. having me. Well, there you have it. The bottom line is nothing will change in your life for you or for your finances until you are ready to commit to the change. The world you want to live in starts with you. So until next time, keep building wealth. You have been listening to 100 Wealth Building Secrets with James Marshall. Keep increasing your knowledge by going to marshallyourmoney.com and check out our educational videos, newsletters, and calculators. There you can also sign up for your free copy of his book, 100 Wealth Building Secrets. Like this podcast and follow it on podbean.com. You can also follow us on social media platforms, Facebook, Black Family Wealth, Twitter, James Marshall at Marshall Wealth, Instagram, Marshall Wealth, LinkedIn, James Marshall, and on YouTube, James Marshall Financial Educator. Email your questions or thoughts to james at marshallyourmoney.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, we build wealth one family at a time.